radio Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to start the show John, Tanner, Ryan, Rogers, DJ, Jeremiah We bringing the heat, man, this joint be fire like bruh We in the field, we in the field Bruh, we in the field, we in the field Just putting in work, we raising the bar Tuned in to the track stops. Wait, hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. Changing the air, I know that you feel it. We only talking how we live it. So get at your feelings with physical souls. And once we got a few, you know that we grinding for most. Just laying down the hottest tracks. Do that with them 808. Spitting real truth with them great debates. No sugar coating. And you know the deal. So when they ask, best believe I'm in the field, man. Yeah, it's about that time, you already know Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show John, Tanner, Ryan, Rogers, DJ, Jeremiah We bringing the heat, man, this joint be fire like Bruh, we in the field, we in the field Bruh, we in the field, we in the field Just put it in work, we raising the bar Tuned into the track yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. This episode is sponsored by South by Southwest. The track stars are going to be in the building along with some of our good friends, uh, RMG, Cannon, Derek, uh, Surf Gang, you name it, man. We are going to be in the building. South by Southwest Festival coming up real, real soon. Make sure that you go on to www.trackstars.com for all things track stars. Follow us on Twitter, at TrackStars, Instagram, at TrackStars. Like the Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right, what's going on, man? Yeah, man. Just stressed. Stressed. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know how Jeremiah does this every show. Shout out to DJ Jeremiah out right now, but we're holding it down for him, right? Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying my best over here. Um, yeah, so don't mind me. I'm. If you see me uh, frantic over here, it's because I'm trying to figure out how to be a DJ. <laughs> um, anyway, you, you wear the hat well. So, we got Edward Bird in the building. What's up? MJ Nixon is back. <laughs> what's up? What's up? So, so talk to us. How did how did uh how did everything go with the release of the documentary? Yes, uh, amazing. Uh, yeah. we have had such great feedback from what God did at the premiere. It was great, you know, having the whole cast of Here's My Heart, a documentary of Starting to Freedom together. You know, the power of like, when I came here and I was telling y'all about that unity and just the power of the unity of us all having one voice and being together and how powerful it was to just get to talk to the people who came, you know, who had questions and just to be able to get to answer those questions, encourage people, you know, edify them uh, wherever they're at in their walk. It just was amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So introduce us, man. Who is who is this? Yes. Yeah, so Edward Bird is <laughs> amazing man of God. His story is unbelievable. What he came from and the struggle in his childhood to the place where he is now uh, has one of the most anointed voices I've <laughs> ever heard. And I'm still praying for mine <laughs> to get there. Uh, but yes, he has a new single out, Ran Into You. Yeah. Um, he's part of the cast of the documentary he uh this song is actually in the documentary and i know it's going to help so many people okay. uh, so real quick for the people who didn't see you on here what was the documentary about yeah so the documentary uh chronicled the lives of six men and six women who have come to a place in freedom in christ from the stronghold of same-sex attraction okay 
So we had um, some people in the documentary were transgendered, uh, some bisexual, and some struggling with homosexuality. And so we went and all over the United States and we filmed their stories because we believe that breakthrough comes with the testimony. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that have testimonies and their stories are just as relevant. Yeah. So yeah. we wanted to show that. Very awesome. Very awesome. awesome. So, mm-hmm. so I want to hear this. You, you give us a taste of what <laughs> what we can expect from your song. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so I'm going to sing the chorus of the song because I feel like you know everybody can relate to it. Okay. Um, so here we go. You ready? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. Um. And now nothing could make me whole. Nothing could make me whole. Nothing could make me whole until I, until I ran into you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome 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 wow so so talk to us a little bit about your story well um like my story it really started from childhood um really started when I early as an early age you know my mom she had when she was 15 years old and my father he was you know basically not there mm. and so my mom being 15 she didn't really know how to have be a mother to a child um there was a lot of dysfunctional things that had happened in my home like a lot of uh, there was abuse mm-hmm. there was a lot of just miscommunication um even to the point where i've seen like you know fist fights literal fist fights i've used to was so growing up in that environment i was so afraid i used to sleep with knives under my bed because i just was afraid of what was going to happen and then me and my father's relationship being estranged like i was the guy waiting for my father at three o'clock in the morning like is he going to come at the door is he going to come so that really left me with a brokenness like a hole in my heart you know what i mean so i went out and then only having my mom as an influence growing up growing up and going to school and different things like that and having people look at you is like you're not the regular dude you know i don't play football i didn't really like to get dirty so (laughs) i would hang with the cheerleaders and different things like that and it's basically like you know in the movie world they call it like typecasting if you ever heard of that so basically so like i don't fit the stereotype so you must be gay and i honestly never had those thoughts even when i was a younger child it didn't happen until people started speaking that over me and that's why i really believe that life and death is in the power of the tongue because when people started saying that to me it made me question like who are you because i never had a problem with who i was i knew i was going to get married and you know that's what the thoughts i had but once that happened to me i started to be like okay now who am i so it really led me into the lifestyle of homosexuality you know i started stripping at the age of 18 i was just giving myself over to anybody and that's like why my story really relates to the song a part of the song that says giving myself away giving myself away because i used to jump in the car with strange men just do all kinds of everything to try to fill the void Mm. and it really goes back to the foundation i believe like having your father in your life yeah it's he is the leader god made him first for a reason the man to speak and affirm who you are who your identity is and i didn't have that and so the enemy was able to creep in because i didn't have nothing covering me 
Mm-hmm. Only thing I had was my mom, and my mom did the best she could. Like, my mom, for a 15-year-old, we had our own house when she was 17 years old. Like, she was get on her grind. Like, I have yeah. a son. I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, that's just how it all happened you know and just now i am in a place of freedom now i'm living in a place you know i had i used to go to this place in um dc and i always tell this story because it's called the fireplace and when i was coming to god and i was like god what do you want from me what do you want from me and i was 25 at the time he showed me a vision of this place and it had two principalities on top of it Mm. and I saw like the inside of him. He was like, it's by my grace that you've escaped this thing. And I was just like, whoa. And then I heard the audible voice of God, like literally say, follow me. And like from that day, 2012, I've been following Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I've been following him. That's amazing. Trying to, you know, live the life. And now I feel the responsibility. And I'm so glad I connected with MJ and the whole cast of Here's My Heart that we can be an example and show people because they think it's impossible. Mm -hmm. But we serve a God who can do the impossible. So it's impossible. You don't have to live that way. You were not born that way. You know, God has you and he has your true identity. Mm -hmm. And once you get to know your creator, you'll understand who you were what you were created for wow. and that's what we want to share with the world wow that's yeah. powerful man it and is. and what you what you said your journey was i've seen um i think it's powerful what you say about um when people kind of declare something over you you yeah. must be you must be i think what it does is ignores the fact that anybody can be tempted by anything yeah. i think people feel like they're immune to that mm-hmm. so i must not be that yeah and you aren't so you must you must be yeah and i think it's false i think yeah. it's a false um categories that we're putting people in when anybody could be tempted by that and i yeah. think i think people are so afraid to be tempted by that that they lash out at it yeah they, they call it out yeah because they're they're scared of it right and um i think that hurts so many people man yeah. it hurts and so many people we've actually touched on that when we were doing the question and answer um one of my things was it's like nobody every all of us were born into sin and shaped it in exactly so that means we're subject to sin mm-hmm. but now that we have the holy spirit in our life we can overcome sin and so like you can't put it on a pedestal of like oh this is this or that just like what you're saying like i don't tempt with that oh you know so they get mad about it but it can happen to anybody exactly yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's not just a particular person and we have to get out of the mind of stereotype i'm i'm I, my day job is basically i do hair i'm a hairstylist right. and i've had the gift since i was 11 i started doing hair when i was 11 years old right and people didn't understand that so you do hair you must be gay yeah you you can't say that you know what i mean and that's the that's the real problem is that people don't know people don't understand how somebody can be more uh, tilted towards art yeah. or performance mm-hmm. or something else and they call that something else yeah. like no you have to be this you have right. to be this kind of way to be a man and that I, it's, it's just really really damaging and um, I think people it just just from what I witnessed with my friend my, I had a roommate at, in college and he said you know what everybody thinks I am maybe I am yeah and and that's what drove him and he mm. found more love from that community than he did from the church yeah. mm-hmm. and we are driving so many people away from god yeah. by reacting that way yeah so i appreciate that story man yeah thank you yeah and that's even something i shared there because what we don't realize is once we say those things to these people we're actually giving them over to the enemy you know what i mean we're actually giving them over to satan to take control and do what he wants to do because we're planting those seeds and if that thing starts to root in them then this is what they're going to become right so instead of trying to figure them out and ask god for the wisdom to see who this person is and teach them character yeah then we you know what i mean that's what we should be doing so now how do you guys deal with the backlash to this because this is definitely our side of the story um just recently in the news mike pence is at the olympics there was a uh, gay athlete that didn't want to meet with him because mike pence has been um associated with um gay conversion therapy Mm -hmm. Uh 
what is because the the counter argument to this is that no you were born that way and people are trying to get you away from that and try to make you feel guilty how do you guys react to that kind of because you're going to get this reaction to this documentary right what do you say back to that 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 theory yeah i think uh you know we love like christ does and we meet people where they're at and the questions they have and help them understand because if we come back at them then with a strong like opinionated kind of judgment back or like because out of that place of wanting to protect mm -hmm. you know we're not rescuing or saving they right. need to see something different they need to see the love of jesus by saying mm -hmm. as even as christ did forgive them for they know not what they do mm -hmm. so if we come back out of a place of unforgiveness or bitterness towards them and at, at them lashing back at us we're not really showing them the love of jesus and that's where we don't see any growth or movement in people's lives if we're just come, going back and forth with i don't agree with you well we don't agree with you either we meet them in that place of helping them understand mm -hmm. you know that that judgment even against this yeah. you know does that make sense it like, does it does it feels like you guys have um come to a place where you're ready to take on both sides right mm -hmm. you've got the church coming at you uh <laughs> and then you've got because i mean it, let's be honest the church the way the presentation of the church they 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 have their things that they feel are are not supposed to be on display and mm -hmm. talked to and talked about in front of kids and you know things of that nature and mm -hmm. it just feels like it feels like they don't understand exactly what it is that their role is right mm -hmm. exactly but then you also have yeah. You also have people on the other side who are like, you're wrong for this. You're wrong for telling people to change the way they feel, who they love. It's a choice, all that good stuff. How yeah. do you, where do you, where do you draw the line in the fight? Like, is it, is it, we have to have a story for both sides or do we say, sell the same story to everyone? Like same message. Yeah. I think we always will, you know, reach people in that love, but we definitely are standing on the truth of the word of God. Mm -hmm. And we all know that we changed because of his truth his truth yeah. is so his his love is what led us to repentance right. but mm -hmm. his truth is what set us free and just going back i was just thinking about the conversion therapy thing you know yeah. no one ever took any of us and said you have to change you're gonna you know just really like i've heard, just heard horrible horrible stories and i just want to speak to those people that have gone through trauma because of a religious idol idea mm -hmm. that you've got to change and we're going to change you because you know like i always share like his spirit is what changes us exactly. you know yeah. jesus changes us so all we do is we encourage we and we bridge and we invite and then we let the lord do the rest of the work so you know when people are talking about conversion therapy i get really excited because i want to we're showing them something different like yeah. no we weren't told you got to do this you need to come to this program you need to come to this intervention no jesus met us where we were yeah. in his love and that is what really transformed our lives that's amazing and like for me like jesus really comes to where you are because i remember one time i was in a club and somebody had came in the club and ministered to me 
mm-hmm. and told me like God has a calling on your life like wow. there's a light inside of you there's there's much that God wants for you mm. and she didn't say but you got to get out of this she was just told me that and That's it a fact, sparked regardless. something yeah. in me yeah. you know what I mean like okay now and it started a pursuit and God pursued me for six months and I was like wrestling like okay now I ain't I'm not ready to give all this up yet. You know what I mean? But he was consistent and he walked mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Going, I, w- I remember going back to my grandmother's church, you know, just to find some peace because I had got to a place in my life where things was like just going crazy. You know, I used to have makeup. I used to have hair. I was a total different person. I used to be like an androgynous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like when I went to church, Nobody didn't like force anything on me at the time in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They were just like, you know, my grandmother, she called me to the front. She said, God has a call on your life. He's even instructed you to give you give me give you this Bible. This is my favorite Bible. It got my name inscribed <laughs> on it. <laughs> and I remember taking that home and just really taking like six months and just finding my relationship with God on my own. Nobody like forced me into it. I didn't have to go to no conversion therapy. I didn't have to do anything. The Holy Spirit transformed my life. Yeah. The Holy Amen. Spirit told me this is what I want you to do. He showed mm-hmm. me who I was. That's you know what amazing. I mean? It wasn't nobody putting it on me. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I like again. I say I appreciate what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, tell them how they can find the music. Oh, well, you can download it right now <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all of your digital music outlets. You can download it. You can follow me on Edward Burt Music on um, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, everywhere. You can find me like that. Edward Burt Music, and it's Edward Burt with a Y. Okay. With, <laughs> with the a Y. y. <laughs> man, awesome, man. So can y'all hang out with us and talk some topics? Let's of do course. this. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get back into some of the music. You're in the field with the track stars Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, yo, what's going on? It's your man Ryan Righteous of the Track Stars, man. I want to tell you about an awesome feature called the Music Submissions. You know how they say nothing's ever free? Well, that's a myth with Track Stars. Send us your music. We'll add it to SoundCloud for free. There's also an opportunity for you to be able to get your song aired on the radio. For more information, email us at contactus at trackstars.com. Yeah. Since a youngin', I've been moving at a fast pace. Thought I told you I ain't never coming in for last place. Any day you're tryna go against me is a bad day. Tell the man, throw me the key, just like a valet. Staying on my toes, accomplishing all my goals. Eliminating my foes, already know how it goes. I'm going straight for the goal. Just when you thought I was finished, I'm right up under your nose. I'm probably the only rookie to come in it like a pro. Impeccable with the flow, we kicking out every dough. It's a new season, now you better believe it. If it come to the records, I'ma leave undefeated. I'ma be undefeated. I've been moving at a fast pace. Tell them all they need to keep up, keep up. I'm moving with purpose, they sleeping, I'm working, I'm sick with these verses I swear that it's curtains for all of the opposition I'm a constant killer, but these compositions I'm in my own league, doing my own thing How you finna be me? This is my own game Yes, I run this here, can't nobody stop that Pushing past my pinnacle, you can't top that, now. I've been moving at a fast pace Tell them they need to keep up, keep up yeah. I've been moving at a fast pace Tell them they need to keep up, keep up yeah. And I ain't coming in for last place Tell them they need to keep up, keep up Somebody need to keep up, keep up. 
never skipping out on bodies. Probably had a show in Rona. Riding like I'm on another planet. Yeah, I'm next to Venus like Serena. Yeah, I remember rapping at a nursing home like it was a sold out arena. Yeah, you can't tell me he's not shining. Yeah, you know it's perfect timing. I've been a grinding way before all the signing. Hands been on me, ain't no lying. Look, why everybody wanna be violent? Uh, I'm side flight Mike with my pilot. Uh, and I ain't gotta brag, I'm Brandon Vinsky, boy. You know the W was silent. Yeah, put a hundred on my mama. Put a hundred on my father. We gon' grind till they stop us. But they ain't never gonna stop us. If I would've quit, I would've been failed. So my ex losing me was a big L. See the king first, he know where you from. You focus on the minor when the major coming. Oh. Ain't no plan B, there is no alternative. Mama told me to take my dreams and to make them real. I'm plugged in like a control, I'll console you. Living stronger than ammonia. Love when they said we never make it here. Everything was possible once I conquered my fears. no choice to be grateful, yeah. I got no choice to be grateful, uh. Looking back but never turning my feet, I never wanna go back that way, uh. Always observing, never quicker to speak, yo, I'm always trying to watch what I say, Hey, The sin that I became to others looking for the crisis, had demons plotting death, waiting to take my life, when they tried to set me up by being friendly, call them mices, told me I need to be way more careful who I'm next to, Honestly, I don't deserve all the things that's been coming my way. Blessings on blessings, and I got no choice but to give them the praise. We done came a mighty long way from the open mics. They don't really know the grind. This didn't happen overnight. I've been working Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Homie, I've been working overtime, trying to take it to another level. It's for the bench rumors, from the birds to the ghetto. Running with the baton, boy, I'm going for the gold. And I ain't finna stop till he give me my medal. Like, well done, my good and faithful servant. You deserve this right here, it's yours. Man, I'm so grateful that he still put up with me. Even though he can see all of my flaws, that's love. That's love, uh, yeah. And I got no choice to be grateful. I got no choice to be thankful. That's love, yeah. That's love, yeah. And I got no choice to be grateful. I got no choice to be thankful. No, yeah. I got no choice to be grateful. Yeah. I got no choice to be thankful. Yeah. I got no choice to be grateful. Yeah. I got no choice to be thankful. Yeah. Everything can bring my way. Yeah. All I wanna do is say thanks. Uh. Listen, dear Heavenly Father, I come to you on behalf of the lost generation. Because when the world gave up on us, you never turned your back. And with everything going on in the world, we must admit that there's times when we forget to say thank you. So we just like this moment to say thank you now. Thank you for being in control and knowing better than our best. Thank you. It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. All right, Entertainment Report time. What's going on? So RMG has a new signee for RMG Amplify, and that's going to be Illuminate. So it's an awesome opportunity for uh, two friends to partner up, Doc Watson and... Um, uh, illuminate because they've had a mutual friendship in the past so it just makes sense that they would do a partnership right so that's something that was really big coming out of of the the camp of you know 
two dual partnerships where you just get a lot of good things coming from place to place and everybody can benefit off of each other um i think it was good sean what do you think about it's cool yeah yeah i mean i love everything doc is doing so yeah i'm i'm behind it man shout out to doc because he is uh he has been like a, a big brother to us man yeah, i mean man, he's, he's done a lot yeah he's helped us out a lot he's shown us a lot of different things he's um giving us some good feedback good encouragement so we appreciate that and i mean that just kind of shows you the heart of these guys right because i mean doc Derek. Uh, Derek Minor, they've all just really have had a chance to like sew into us, and yeah, and and um, the showcase is going to be awesome. Showcase, uh, RMG showcase at South by Southwest. You're going to hear some news about that soon, but just hear it first from here. You definitely, if you can get there, you definitely want to be a part of that. The artist list is crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and so Illuminate goes on to say that uh, he's seen the way that they handle projects from start to finish. Um, I've seen the way they handle projects start to finish. Um, I love the way they promote artists and for their strength. I've seen how Doc and the squad are doing so much in the culture, and I'm excited to join and be intentional in building it up. Uh, Illuminate is a vet. He's been grinding it out for quite some time uh, uh, with um, Hog Mob and Got Over Money and just running in that circle. So this is great. On his new project, uh, Winds and Waves, Illuminate sought to portray a double meaning on the title for all people to find comfort in space. Uh, drawing in on his own personal experiences of battle with addiction, pride, pain, and he paints a powerful narrative. Uh, of course, it's taken about uh, the storms in my life for me to endure and go through what I've been through. Um, but we'll experience together and in wind and grace with um, sorry, winds of his grace and the waves of his glory, he explained. Uh, the later is always going to be greater than the former. Um, so uh, shout out to Illuminate. It's a great, great move for him. Um, also in the comment section, Social Club Misfits charts on iTunes. Um, that's a big deal. I mean, we love when we can see artists that have uh, come and made such an impact in, in our genre go on on uh, iTunes and just kill it. The Social Club Misfits are back. Uh, they are back stronger than ever with the release long awaited into the night, which is already impacting charts at the top number two spot on iTunes hip hop albums chart. The Misfits see themselves only behind the Black Panther soundtrack and just one uh, it, just one uh, stop ahead of their friend NF. So that's pretty cool. So you got the you got Social Club, then you got um, Black Panther and then you got NF in front. So that's pretty dope. Um, whose um, perception is still rocking the chart. So that's dope. I mean, I can't imagine, man, how, how this is going to get any bigger. Like, that's that's huge for us. Yeah, man. That's huge for us. Copy section. Rockstar JT, Street Sign Me, The Mixtape, Pre-Order. Jonathan Baker, Nothing's Wrong, Pre-Order. Swoop, Sunshine, Suede, Have a Nice Day, Sellers Hamilton, Before We Take a Bite, Social Club Misfits, Into the Night, Roy Tosh featuring V. Rose, Stronger Single, uh, Jose Murray, I mean, Jose Moore, uh, good single, Latoria, Pull Me Close single, Danielle Acapella, Can't Save a Soul featuring No Big Deal. Um, that's all. And also, we got uh, Edward Bird. You want to tell us about yours? Yeah, uh, my single is dropping. It's already out right now. It dropped on Friday on February 9th. It's called Ran Into You, and you can get it on all your music digital outlets and go on and get it. Listen, turn it up. Don't listen to it. While, well, you can listen to it while you're driving, but just keep your eyes on the road because it might take you in. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick question for you. Yeah. Real quick question for you. What's an artist that you want to collaborate with? 
I mean, the artist who I would love to collaborate with. Man, I have a thing. I would love to collaborate with Molly Music. Mm. Okay. Yep. I would love to collaborate with Molly Music because I'm a songwriter and he's okay. a songwriter and he writes such vivid stories. Yeah. And I believe yeah. in writing stories. So I would love to collaborate with Molly Music. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. what's up. Awesome. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, you're getting back to some more music. You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Santana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey guys, this is Sean David Grant, aka Shantana. Some of you guys know that I'm an artist as well, and more of you guys know that we had a group called FMG with Jeremiah, Miles Austin, Rick Sincere, kind of the people you've been seeing on the show. I don't know if you know that we did music, all right? So we got a whole stable of artists here that if you have an album coming out, other people may be giving you a cold shoulder, but we, we'll, we'll listen to your stuff. We'll feature on your projects. So hit us up, man. We love you guys. Let's get some features done. Let's work, man. Let's go. I didn't seen them sitting sideways before, but this mutual feeling's vacant. A few things that I probably should address, though. Dress though, dress though. Go ahead, boy, go ahead, address though. I'm a rapper and a leader with my head to the street. Me and Dom on a move on the say so. Rappers better lay low, cause I don't got time. Got a lot on my mind. Know the father will lead me through all of these things, so I meet them halfway and I try. And for all of you haters, I do not do no hating. Not even take it, be so adamant Whether checking or credit Just know it's not accepted I just wish I had a spaceship So I can fly past the sky Heavens know it's ever plot But I've been grinding every day So I feel I'ma make a way Okay, 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 okay Sometimes I like to kick it Sometimes with my youngest Homie just got saved the other day Man, it was jumping We hopped on the beat And I was smashing like a pumpkin That night, Holy Spirit moved And I ain't see it coming I ain't see it coming No, not at all That inspired me to climb Lord, please catch me if I fall If I fall up Hope you're inspired to do Things. I tried to tell you this the greatest show you never seen. Like Joe. Joe attended the University of Hard Knocks and majored in Lord Have Mercy and held on to heaven while hell was on his back. Amen. One time at the church, say amen. 
The preacher in the pool, people say, ain't no fearin' when you got the Holy Spirit, where you been? John 3:16, singing him. Johnny, he was 16, would have been. Chance for the perpetrator with the long, sharp blade, who would put 16 in his friend. Mama crying, saying, boy, your life is worth much more. Why you wanna go and be a thug for? Mama, every time I go to church, when I walk outside, they be asking where I'm from, or who them black that you hang with? Mama, why this church so dangerous? You can't even walk to your car after choir practice, Lord, would you please send an angel? Come on. Holy Father, God, my Father, I'm a East Side Church boy in trouble. I'm a East Side Church boy in trouble. Run from the violence, run from the violence, run from the violence, run. Run from the violence, run from the violence, run from the violence, run. Run from the violence, run from the violence, run from the violence, run Run from the violence, run from the violence, run from the violence, run Yeah, we have a church in here But them boys outside with the killing Meanwhile, the preacher telling me if I would pay my tithes, Lord, winning ground, I would catch a healing I think I need to pray for a minute I don't even know what to say, I've been sinning They tell me look upon your face for a pants But my vision is distorted, all that I can see is images of rebels in an all-out gun war Lord, I think I'm walking through the valley I know you tell me not to fear evil, but I feel like a product of it. Can you take it out me? Body goes for Sunday on the stop sign. Eastside crook mob gangsters. Story of an Eastside church boy kept through the fury. Lord, I really wanna thank you. Come on. Holy Father, God my Father, I'm an Eastside church boy. I like to welcome you to Four Seasons. Right here is why you'll get every reason for the way I am. And maybe find yours for the way you are. Lord willing, you learn how to get through these obstacles. Sincerely from the East Side Church, boy. It's your girl Angie Rosen here in the field with the track stars. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars. Ryan Wright to Shantana DJ Jeremiah. This segment sponsored by the Track Stars Universe. Make sure that <laughs> make sure that you go out. <laughs> what is going on? The instrumental just threw me. Why? It just it, it's it's like jazz all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, first of all. <laughs> First of all, Alfie picked this one. Shout out to Alfie. She, she chose this instrumental. Alfie? I love you, babe. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Nectar Distribution, man. Make sure that you are signing up to uh, be a part of Nectar. Uh, over 100 artists already signed up for Nectar. So we are distributing Christian music artists through a 150 plus digital outlet, right? So competing with CD Baby, competing with TuneCore. But this is an outlet for you, the artist. So this is something that TrackStars is behind. We're powering this thing and we're making sure that we take care of you. So over 100 artists um, already signed up to Nectar. We have Nectar Elite, we have Nectar Plus, and we have the basic package, but you can find a place to fit in. And then we also have uh, a great incentive for you too. If you join Nectar, right? If you become a Nectar artist and you also submit your music to us, you get in the Trackstars universe. Automatic done deal. Trackstars universe on Facebook, the official universe group. It's something special to be a part of, so make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blaming my wife. I'm proud of that song. I'm proud of it. Make sure. We, we've been up all morning working on this. So awesome. I won't awesome. hear nothing. Go ahead. Oh, is that Periscope? Yeah. Clap back. They're, they're, clap like, back. they're like, don't blame Alfie. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway. anyway. No, I'm proud of this. This all sounds right. good. So today's topic, right? So we thought about this because it's been controversial in the news for some time now. And um, this week at least. And uh, Beyonce. Her father, Matthew Knowles, he came out and he said, Beyonce wouldn't be as far along as she is if she wasn't fair-skinned. Mm. What do you think about him saying that? Um, it's Unfortunately, it, it might be true. Um, I think what he was trying to compare to was Kelly Rowland's success. Yeah. And how people didn't give her his, uh, the same shot. Yeah. Um, there is colorism in, in the industry. Um, I don't know why he's saying that now. Yeah, but there's a... Okay, so when you think about Kelly Rowland and you think about Beyonce, right? It's, it's different tiers. I hate to say it, but it is. I, I Wait, what are you saying? When you're talking about, like, the the level of being able to go independent, right? And just writing good songs and having good production. You're saying Kelly Rowland isn't good? No, I'm saying she's good. Sounds like you're saying that. No, 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 no. I'm saying she's good. She's good. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, oh. the... the, the um, the lasting impression to be a superstar is really hard. There's a lot that goes into it. It's not just the music. It's the fans. It's the 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 um, the appearance, right? It's all of that goes into it. Is he right? Yeah, what do y'all think? Is he right about the tear situation? The the color, the color. You know, Beyonce getting a better shot because of her color. Okay, now I do believe that you're having a lighter skin does play a part in her success um, because she was able to transcend different demographics yeah. she was able to be on L'Oreal uh, things and you know different oh, things where she would be saying. seen by a wider mass of people mm -hmm. so that does play a part now when it comes to him talking about it right now I mean I, I feel like he just brought it up to be relevant you think he's trying to get, a, he's get to, some shine yeah but I mean when it goes down to it though Kelly Rowland but then you have to also what he talked about you have to think about the work ethic of Beyonce though like you think she she's just better in the work. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's better okay she I mean, you're mean, a singer is she better or not as far as musically is she a better singer I think overall Beyonce is better she's a better better but I love, product but I yes okay but I but I love Kelly Rowland and you know I love your melanin you're good <laughs> <laughs> you're good but I mean I just feel like that Beyonce, just her work, she's put in the work and you can tell, you can see, mm -hmm. you can see, like, yeah. you can just see it. And I'm not saying that she has, I'm not saying that Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland hasn't, but she has and she has had it easier because she's appealed to a larger demographic. Yeah. yeah. And I think, unfortunately, that's I think a lot of it has to do with um, opportunity, right? 
Super Bowl, you're talking about um, Grammys, you're talking about all these different places that you can actually perform. And I don't know if Kelly Rowland is getting the ticket or the call to come and do these performances, right? Mm -hmm. Because that makes the world a difference too. Yeah. Because when people see you as a big deal, they make you feel like you're a bigger deal yeah. than anybody else too. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a part of it as well. So part of what we talked about on the call when we were trying to figure out this topic is, does the same thing apply to men in the industry? Because there's a lot of dark-skinned men on the R&B side, on the singing side of the the um, music landscape, that do get a shot. There's mm -hmm. been there's yeah. been several. Um, so why doesn't it apply to men the same way it applies to women? Well, you know, I gave my my answer, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't widely received by the gang. So I'll just give it here and just let Periscope rip into me. Don't blame me for this. Yeah, this yeah. is you. I'll let Periscope rip into me like they're ripping into us for the rest of this show. Um, so <laughs> I feel like men are not um, criticized as much as women are in music because music is a di music is different right like you can be success you have to be a success in music because you have to make everybody like you you have to make everybody want to buy your music and things of that nature right and i always compare this to the music the the, the film industry in film all i got to do is be typecast Right. And then every typecast role that I fit in, somebody's going to call me for my agent can go after it and I can audition for it and I can be in all these big, great movies. Right. And it doesn't matter what I look like, really. Right. But when you're talking about music, you have to sell the appeal to the audience. You have to sell the, uh, the uh, illusion of the story. Right. They always say that R&B male singers, they do better when they mention that they're not in a relationship. So it's, it's just like that. It's but, like, but the question mm -hmm. is, why do people consider fair skin better? That's the question. Well, I, mean, I think this is something that we've been trained up from, from, you know, just cultural. It's just culture has put that put that put that in our mind. Right. Why, why do most people look at thinner women and think that they're more attractive than women that have, you know, um, bigger bone? It happens. I don't know. I, it, it's disturbing because I feel like it's 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 gone back centuries. Like I was I was uh, reading the Bible um, the other day and got to Song of Solomon mm -hmm. where she talks about she was dark but lovely. And now people people debate whether she was black or not, mm -hmm. or she was just somebody who had with a severe tan or whatever. Mm -hmm. But either way, there was a there was a correlation. <laughs> there was a correlation between being darker but. Mm. So why is that? Like seems like a constant thing. Like that that dark is worse. For women. It, Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it goes back into centuries, just like you said. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, who was in the house and who was not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who was, I was in the field? I keep from saying that. So, I know. I was trying to keep from saying it, too. But, I mean, that's we, what we it go is. go in here, so. I mean, <laughs> if you go back, if you go back to slavery, who did they put in the house? The, the fair-skinned people. Okay. So, that is something that we have been in the cycle of. You know what I mean? Like it's been engraved in our heads and in our minds. Like this is better because why? Why was? Why weren't I? Why wasn't I able to be in the house? Mm -hmm. So it's been something that has been coming off from generation to generation. It's been a cycle, and so it's perceived as that, and so it's given to us like that. You know, and so we have that. It's even caused a rift within the community in itself. Yeah. Can you think of any dark skinned? Because we we thought of a lot of medium skinned women who have done well Whitney Houston uh, a lot of the older older school uh, Aretha Franklin they're, they're all kind of medium skin can you think of any dark skin singers that truly got an opportunity to shine only person I music? can think of is Grace Jones she's 
within the last 20 years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the funny thing is that everybody on our team was like naming all these people and we were like, yeah. That's like 50 let's talk about, years ago. Let's talk about the influence of social media, right? Because um, a long time ago you had, what, 20 years prior, you had people just they were just magazines. Like, they were just, or, or even longer, it was just, they drew you on yeah, a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could put you, make you red or blue yeah. if they wanted to. So like what, who Missy recently? She's she's dark. I so, said Tink. Seems like they're all from here, the same camp. Here's the thing, Tink, though. Missy, like here's who else tweet. is gonna shot? Here's the thing. Tweet. It's different if you're a rapper versus R and B. Yeah, it's different because right? you're not selling. You're not selling the illusion. Yeah, the I mean, the R and B is about love. It's about relationship. It's about wanting me. And if you're not selling that in hip hop, if you're not you're the rapper that you're just rapping. I don't really think that matters to the masses that much. I just I just want to reverse this because I think there's a lot of women who don't feel desired. You know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of women who uh, feel like their their skin color excludes them from being desirable. Yeah. And I, I just want to reverse that because we, we really need to stop promoting that there. There's got it took us about 30 minutes to even come up with one example of a dark-skinned mm -hmm. woman in in um hollywood la, la pizza nuanga mm -hmm. there there's uh we couldn't Viola think of davis yeah we, exactly we couldn't think of a lot of people in music at all yeah and it, there's there's a problem there I, i'm sure there's people trying to sing it ain't like they ain't mm -hmm. trying to sing so i think there's there there is a problem here and just the more i, I hear um i just researched this um uh solomon's wife one of them um, but also, um, right. uh, David and Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. So Bathsheba was married to an African man. So they believe that she most likely was African as well. Mm -hmm. So we, I think the reason that we have this problem is because we've kind of covered up the fact that a lot of the people we look up to in the Bible and in history, they were black as well. And we've, we've covered up that history of amazing people that we can look up to and say man she must have been beautiful solomon must have loved um the the woman from ethiopia that came uh the queen of sheba i think her yeah, name yeah, yeah. these these women were desired at one point and i just i just think we need to reverse that there's so many people um sitting at home probably thinking man if i only look like this then they would love me if i only look like that mm. and i just want to make sure people know that that's not true yeah. and not for people that are that have godly hearts yeah it's not true so it just really bothered me when I heard him say that. I don't think I'm not necessarily mad at him because he's he's not wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm just right. mad that that's true. Yeah, yeah. And and we're not realizing that more. Yeah, I think it's bad because the, in in all honesty, that's the, that's a problem for me. That's I, I struggle with that problem because media has been so influential in showing us what we're supposed to like and showing us you know what what beauty is like when i saw that what was it the um victoria's secret angels yeah. commercial i was like blown away i was like well, are we doing this now because it was different right it was so different but i realized like wow this is something that a lot of people have been hung up on for so long and look how they're introducing this this is this is actually beautiful so yeah that's what i was gonna say it's a lot of people who are taking um pride in who they are and being darker skin and now it's becoming more something that we know it's a problem so yeah. i see people making moves you know yeah. to change it and to make efforts to make it fair for everybody because everybody should feel beautiful and i mean even me being a hairstylist i deal i see that you know what i mean like the mm -hmm. you know the the darker skin girl wants her hair a different kind of way you know the lighter skin girl can get her hair get away with her hair being a different kind of way wow. and so like it's just 
I I I would influence everybody to just and admonish everybody to like really just love yourself. Yeah. And be proud of who you are and where you are, and that will break the mold. You just need to get rid of the better or worse. Like that, just that language yeah. of better or worse, it needs to get get lost. That's we, why we, I didn't want to answer the question about Beyonce. And Kelly <laughs> rolling because no, I no, like no. comparing. No, because she she I, I agree. I think she's better yeah. just as a singer. But I'm talking about better or worse as, as far as beauty. I think people think okay, yeah. the lighter the better, the the darker the right. worse, and we just need to kill that that whole that whole comparison um because it even happens in the black community between light skin and yeah. dark skin oh, yeah. we need to kill that um and and unfortunately it happens the most with women and that's what i'm that's what i'm upset about because guys we there's dark skin guys are in and then light skin guys are in like we go back and forth yeah. but women they they don't get that same they don't get afforded that yeah. same luxury yeah. of 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 um that equal treatment yeah. so i don't know it, it was just on my heart to to say that make sure everybody knows that yeah nobody is better or worse yeah. everybody's beautiful and God's eyes and yeah. if they're if you're not beautiful in somebody else's eyes don't worry about them they're yeah. not God all right? you gotta love yourself. and there is somebody that will love exactly they're they're not compromising to love you they actually do think you're beautiful yeah so um, all right man yeah I was I was gonna say someone actually told me this about um, Barack Obama they told me they said had he been a darker shade he may not too. have been the president right because people might not have trusted him they might not have believed what he was talking about so it's just interesting the way we associate that with uh, i guess like safety honesty integrity and all these different things that are character traits just because of the color of your skin so i think that's something that we definitely have to change and address all right but we're going to get back into some more music you're in the field with the track stars ryan righteous sean tanner dj jeremiah let's go you are listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. And DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're listening to the Track Stars. You know what time it is. Leave a G close to the J like Shoot it. 
no one laughed, that's a JK. No example of an automatic 47 blast in a residential way, but the flow bananas take a potassium symbol, that's a JK element. Spinning all my days on the west side, oh, oh, PQRS is for sun onset. I'm a sun from the left coast, dubs up for the place where the sun sets. Cause I can only dream of why the sun goes west, but I can't even see just what the sun sees best. Died on a tree in the shape of a T, he emits UVs just to get to know Whenever I'm coasting, duck like on the pond, floating, floating, floating. I'm Icarus trapped in a life lackluster. Women and religion and a glass pipe living in a ziplock bag full of sprite color, bite sized nuggets full of trees like a white guy running, 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 running. You living locked up, lukewarm earthling, living for the twerk team, first thing in the morning. You porn her team. Super low, but do you know? The biblical view you learned when you was two And the option to lose drops are toxin in you And you choosing to cruise with the doctrine of her A few bruises in a hot tub And it's a bad news for you pops up Phone call on the way to your job Gotta pray to the God that you played Run away cause the same lowest lane And you just got a A little more I usually like to move slow But do you know All I do is pray to God you give back Oh yeah, 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 where you been? All I do is pray to God you get back Yeah, yeah Pick a side, pick a side, pick a side Is you with me or not? Two months ago you was calling me fam Now you gon' walk around like you forgot I hit your line, you don't reply You hit my line, I don't got time All of my ride or dies are not around And now I wonder why I can't hit up anybody When I'm down and feeling lonely All I got are all these beats and Fiends that think they homies don't know how it got to that But I wish I could go back to the times when love was genuine And I ain't had to act like It was supposed to be love We were supposed to be friends It was supposed to be us It was supposed to be love We were supposed to be friends It was supposed to be us Where you been, where you been, where you been at? All I do is pray to God you get back Oh yeah, 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 where you been at? All I do is pray to God you get back Yeah, yeah I've been with the homie RG If you really want beef, then I'm thinking RBs If you really want heat, then I'm thinking I'ma squeeze If you really want heat, then I think I'm D-Wade If you really want heat, Chris Bosh with a fade If you really 
you want heat, then I'm chillin' in date If you don't want heat, better stay in your lane If you don't want heat, I could be LeBron James yeah. I just think it's funny when you said we buddy-buddy When my shoes got muddy, you was wearing you Sikonis You a phony, not a homie now Everybody know it now, Faye about to blow up now Everybody know it Ones at, where the real ones at? RG know that I got his back. Halloween Town when I put on that mask. Blah, blah. I don't need that. Halloween Town and my hooligans at. They was like, wow, how you do it like that? Don't come to my studio if you just gon' snap. I've been chilling with Zay, I've been chilling with Faye. If you see my old friends, tell them RG's okay. Wish it wasn't this way, but I know things change. One time for the friends that we lost on the way, I pray that he's safe. It was supposed to be love. We were supposed to be friends, it was supposed to be us It was supposed to be love We were supposed to be friends, it was supposed to be us Where you been, where you been, where you been All I said is situation, that sensation You get my revelation, know all my temptations I ain't got no hesitation It's your man Lecrae, aka Crazy Crayola, the bond servant. Right now, you listening to the track stars, Lion Righteous, Shantana, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. This episode is sponsored by the Track Stars community. Make sure that you go out and join the Track Stars universe. You can now get an opportunity to get one of these hats. 
That right, Sean? Yep. Get one of these hats if you join the official Track Stars universe. It's a great opportunity for you to plug in to our private conversations on our official Facebook page and also get some exclusive content interviews before they're uh, seen and broadcast to the public. So it's a great opportunity for you to join the Track Stars universe. And we just want you to be a part of what's going on. Keep up with the Track Stars and uh, let us know how we can help you as well. All right. In other news, uh, Quincy Jones uh just started talking you just started talking and yeah. uh a lot of stuff came out uh he was on he was in an interview with vulture um on online and he said a lot of crazy stuff he talked about michael jackson he talked about the beatles not being good musicians he talked about stuff that richard Pryor did he talked about a lot of stuff like crazy stuff but the part i want to hone in on is what he feels about music of today he shot out a couple of people. He said Bruno Mars is doing good. Kendrick is doing good. Chance. Uh, but he has an opinion about what how music is kind of gone that I want to focus in on and see if it applies to what we do. All right. <clears throat> so the interviewer was saying, like, uh, uh, do you hear the spirit of jazz and pop today? And he said, no, people gave it up to chase money. When you go after Ciroc Vodka and Fat Farm and all that stuff, God walks out of the room. I have never in my life made music for money or fame. Not even Thriller. No way. God walks out of the room when you're thinking about money. You could spend a million dollars on a piano part and it won't make you a million dollars back. That's that's just not how it works. And then he said, is there innovation happening in modern pop music? He said, no. It's just loops, beats, rhymes, and hooks. What is there for me to learn from that? There's no songs. The song is the power. The singer is the message. What do you think about mm. that? This is Quincy Jones now. You may not like him. You may not yeah. agree with nothing he says. He's a little crazy. But he is a genius producer. Think about oh, Michael he's Jackson. Oh, he's, he's a beast. He's amazing. He thinks that the music is gotten a lot worse. Well, I what what do you think? Well, I can agree with that. I mean, from a standpoint of, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, um, of our music uh, culture either. Uh, I still prefer, you know, what my parents grew up me up listening to you know all that kind of stuff i really i do i'm honestly i do but but how does that go with like little john and you like that too that's just loops that's just that was my that was my phase you know what i mean like that was high school and college and that was like what everybody was talking about so you agree it was bad oh yeah 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 i agree it's bad but and, and what i'll say is this too like for myself my own preference when i'm by myself i don't listen to the stuff people would think i listen to i go back in the catalog and go to earth wind and fire if you ever catch a playlist on me on like a chill day it's earth wind and fire mm-hmm. greatest hits and that's just what i do because for me i need to i can't tone down when the music and the beat and everything is just going over and over and over again you know what i mean like it's just too much packed into one song but i agree with that i think that you know my dad kind of put this on display for me when he was just like look at all the artists y'all have copied and i didn't know it i was just thinking this was good music i was listening to and he was listening to a snoop song one day he was like man that's us that's uh that's um george clinton and i'm like who's george clinton you know he was like you know p-funk so it, it was alarming and shocking to me to realize that we had stolen so much that we didn't have that originality that i thought we had so when I hear this, yeah, I agree. What do y'all think about that? If you chase money, God leaves the room. I totally agree with that. I mean, I totally agree with that. I think that you, I mean, for me, I make music because it's my purpose and I know it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, so you got to be focused on what 
you got to be focused on what the purpose is behind it. You can't be necessarily focused on like the money, because if you focus on the money, then you are going to just be doing anything to make your money instead of being like instead of walking in purpose with your music. So when you when you're writing, because you're a writer, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How is that process? Are you are you thinking about man? This song can be a hit. It could you know get me you know to the next level. I mean, or are you a, thinking this is just good to me? As a songwriter, you have to think of because I. Referring back to Quincy Jones, he's a musician. Yeah. So the different things that spark in a musician are different from a person who's not a musician that's listening to your music. So you have to make the song something that they can digest, something that they can enjoy. If it's too much stuff going on, they're really not even going to understand that. So it's kind of senseless, you know what I mean, in a sense, mm-hmm. doing that. So. I mean, with that, I kind of understand it, but when they're making music for the consumer, you're making music for them to understand it. And so, like, for me, I call my music, like, pop soul, because it kind of has, like, a pop influence, but it still definitely has, it's something that's going to touch your soul, it's something that's going to motivate you, it's something that's going to inspire you, you know what I mean? And so, I feel like that when I'm writing my music, I definitely want it to be for, I definitely want the consumer to be... Um, for them to digest it, but it doesn't lose substance. Mm. And I think it's making money at the expense of the content. And yeah. I think that's what's really changed. Yeah. You know, like what he was saying, what they're rapping about, what they're talking about, and things not being deep. You know, and I guess when I look for things, I'm listening to what are they saying? Mm-hmm. You know, and is it growing me? Is it, you know, really inspiring me or is it just this and that and you know but so it, the, the thing is not everybody is though see it, the stuff is working everything he said works uh uh it's nothing but loops that works it it's does. nothing but uh you know chasing after money talking about this this and that that works why yeah. is that working now when it never used to i think because we're in like society and how it's advanced and just the you know being distracted and needing something quick and fast and like with the loops like what you're saying that's what i'm seeing with this generation that's coming up that's what i've seen i I just it's just so confusing that like back in his day the stuff that we do it's almost like he's he's almost wrong now like in his day if he would have just make a song for money and it didn't sound good to him that wouldn't work on the radio it wouldn't get played yeah nowadays if you don't do that it won't get played it won't yeah. get on the radio if you don't follow the formula and you don't make it uh formulaic and copying certain sounds it won't it won't get played why did it flip so much since his time because in his day you had live instrumentation right mm-hmm. and you yeah. had people that were literally going into the studio and recording these instruments and playing it back and forth and then you had live concerts where they are really playing these instruments right it makes it different you can't just turn up at 808 and get the and get the crowd going at that point you have to be um um you have to be intentional when you're when you're doing this. It has to be melodic, you know. It has to be a melody with it. So to me, I feel like I say this all the time, right? I say that some artists are instruments to their beats, but then some artists aren't, and some artists just to, to me they destroy the song, and I won't listen to the song. He doesn't agree with you. Well, he, lo- he said, "Can he?" Out of all the people in the world, mm-hmm. he mentioned Kendrick, and you don't think he's? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. I think the hype is there, but I think it's a little oversold, in my opinion. I mean, I've tried. I listened to some stuff. I think he's a, I think he's a good artist. I do, but it's just not my taste. And that's just one because of the content too. Y'all know that 
I've left that mainstream music behind and I don't care to like play back with that. I don't care to go back to that. That stuff was has a root to it. I don't want that back. So how does this affect Christian hip hop? Are we guilty of this as well? So not necessarily, right? Because we're writing stories in our music. We're talking about He's not talking about content. He's talking about the music itself. Music well then, well then, yeah. I mean, we can be, we can be, but we're we're going with the times. I mean, it's easier for a producer to put together a beat. It's easier for Gabby to give Lecrae a beat than for Lecrae to go out there and get a whole band to come into the studio and re-record and re-record and re-record and re-record until they get it perfect. It seems like you have a choice. Do would you rather follow the formula of what's happening now, put out something and it do well? Or would you rather stick to the principles of good music, put out something that is technically good, but nobody wants to hear it? Who would you rather? What camp would you rather be in? So I thought about this yesterday. We were having our, we were having our Spotify con- conversation, right? Like Spotify is now the new. Remember, I guess it was like what was the the show back in the day where they had this um, star something. It was like star search. Star search. Thank you. It's kind of like that where you're you're on Spotify and you're searching for the stars and you're looking at monthly listeners and all that. To me, it feels like you have to do what is in line with your culture to be successful. But I also think success might be in might be construed in different ways for different people right like i look at lecrae as a success and it doesn't have to do it didn't have to he i don't compare him to the other rappers out there or what their net worth is and what they're doing i look at how long he's been doing this right Mm -hmm. the transition he that he's gone through the advancement of his projects and where he is as a person like that to me is success family man doing the great doing the good thing bringing on other artists, bringing up the culture. It's different things like that that I look at as a success. So I look at that being more successful than Amigos. And everybody would probably say I was wrong for that. You're talking about net worth. You're talking about star appeal. You're talking about social media influence and, and, and your, your group being a household name to everybody who listens to hip-hop music. That, to me, is different. So I go with, I go with Quincy on that. I would rather make something that is great for for my time than to make something great for today even if you don't go anywhere even if the music doesn't get hurt yes because it's just kind of like those those famous painters right their their art becomes better once you pass away or you never know when someone's ever going to get to the point where they appreciate it you may be out of date but then you you come in and that's an interesting point do you think that's going to happen with music do you think that music is going to age the way famous painters have aged where they may not have been famous in their day but if you go back they um uh their paintings now are worth millions is that going to happen with somebody's album that you've never heard of i think i think it can i think um i think we have more young people who know uh about tupac than tupac was famous he was famous yeah but you're still talking about people who are discovering something that is not like their norm music. give me an example of somebody who made an album nobody cared about and now all of a sudden it's like everybody's talking about it it feels to me like albums kind of just disappear into the ether yeah it, it's more it's more one hit wonders than it is albums somebody makes a one hit wonder and then it becomes a soundtrack in a movie and then all of a sudden people are like whoa I mean, because that's what people are focusing on is getting that big hit. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's, and they feel like if you get that big hit, you can build from there. Mm-hmm. And so some people, unfortunately, you don't get to build from there because their other music right. don't match up. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's what people focus so, on. So imagine the artist sitting there like, man, 
if I'm gonna listen to Quincy Jones, then I mean, I then need, means I need to focus on making music that is quality, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But that music is not popular right now. Mm-hmm. So do you sit here just making music nobody's listening to constantly, making quality stuff, or do you make that one joint with the 808 and just get out there and then try to use that attention to come back? I mean, for me, I'm a fan of like music. I'm a fan of like sound. I'm a fan of diff- different things and creative. And I feel like there is a. I feel like. I mean, I'm not necessarily against the millennial generation or whatever. I feel like that they're creative and they're trying to find their own sound, and I applaud them for that. I feel like for me, I try to incorporate like sound-wise just a mixture of different things to create my own sound mm-hmm. and i mean there's nothing new under the sun so of course mm-hmm. you're going to sample something that's been done before in music you know what i mean especially if you love music because i'm like you my mom she used to listen to you know oldest redding and yeah. you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. i'm a fan of soul music i love james brown i love Eddie james i love all these people you know what i'm saying so and i want to incorporate that in my sound too but it's really what you do and who you are that makes your music unique that's mm-hmm. what I feel like. That's good. And I think as we continue to 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 sample these artists, we bring them up in in levels of uh, fame and notoriety. Yeah, I mean, see. even though they're successful in their own right, like Marvin Gaye, right? But then when Mary J. Blige and Method Man did "All I Need," it's like, wow, that was a really good song. But we know that that was a sample of mm-hmm. a great, great song back yeah, you, in the day. You need to give me more examples of songs okay. that weren't great. All right, so I'll give you an example of somebody who wasn't great, but now their career is talked about in a com- in a comical way. Not Vanilla that they Ice. weren't great. Vanilla no, Ice. No, but see, he, you're, you're doing the opposite. Vanilla Ice was popular. He wasn't great. I'm telling you, give me an example of somebody who was great that wasn't popular. Mm. That is now getting resurrected. It seems like music disappears if it doesn't get pop. If you don't go through the machine to get your single on Billboard and, and this and that, that music just disappears unless Kanye West want to go dig through a crate, find your single, and then sample it. Yeah. Well, When does that ever happen? Mm, I don't know. I mean, there's. it's probably happening more on an international level than we think, right? Because you remember when... Um, uh, um, Lamborghini, was it um, um, Mercy yeah. came out and you told me about that sample. Remember? I was just like, wow, that's very interesting. I didn't know that. And then now that became a hit song from a sample that was, you know, um, was uh, a Caribbean original song. Yeah. So you're talking about somebody who was probably well known for his music internationally, but now it's just been brought to the States and it's it's a it's a thing. I think I think the the hard answer is you have to do it even if it doesn't work even if nobody ever hears your stuff if God gave you something to do it's basically if Quincy Jones is right as soon as you start saying okay I'm supposed to make music but man if I want to get heard I got to make it sound like that mm-hmm. as soon as you do that then but you know what everything happens? that made you basically God's vision for you is gone now and you is know that why true? that you know why it doesn't happen go ahead no say that again you see what I'm saying so so imagine this God wants me to be a musician and make music. He told me to make it a certain way. Like, this is my style. He gave me a style. What Quincy Jones is saying is, as soon as I start being like, you know, I'm not going to make quality music. I'm going to start making music that works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying, as soon as I make music that works and stop doing what he put in my heart naturally, Mm -hmm. then he leaves. Is that true? If you compromise with the talent that he gave you just to to make music that 
that is not you don't even like yourself but mm-hmm. you know it works is that is that does he stop supporting you and so I think that, that seems pretty strong, no? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems like it's too deep for me. A little bit, yeah, right? It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? God I think never that you'll forsake you. He might be like, that is not what I get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think, I think what keeps us from being able to do that is pride. I think pride is in the room with every artist that's making a so song. So you think they should do that? No, no, no. I'm saying I think that's why it comes out of the. It doesn't just stay in their catalog. Like you're not in your basement making a hit song that that you love and you know would be great, but you don't oh. share it. I think it's the pride that gets you to share that. Like you're, I gotta go outside and get people to hear this and let. But that's not the problem. It's not that they're not trying to get it heard. It's just that nobody wants to hear it. There's a lot of people who make music right now that's not popular right now. So when they put it out in the air, people are like, "That's whack. It don't got this. It don't got the vibe. It don't got the this. It don't got the that." And it could be just ahead of its time right now. It'll come back. I feel like that's true. There's a possible. I feel like that's happened with people who've put out music and it's like ahead of ahead of time and like mm-hmm. people don't get it until later on but i feel like if god gave just back to what you were saying i feel like if god gave you something that will do the work that it needs to do like it won't return void you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. like if god gave you like i feel like he gave me a pacific sound he's even giving me words you know like he'll wake yeah. me up at like three o'clock in the morning like i need and you, you gotta write it down to write it yeah, down absolutely mm-hmm. but he's also given it to me a way where it fits a sound that is relatable yeah. that people can digest it that people are like okay well this is good like i'm listening to this song i don't really even know why i'm feeling like this but it's touching my soul like it's touching my spirit yeah. you know what i mean and i think we have to really pay attention to the purpose and not so much of the other stuff this is what i think i think that you do have to stay true to where you need to like it yeah i don't think god cares if your song has a 808 or a banjo right. or whatever i don't think that part matters it's your your truthfulness on the work that matters mm-hmm. the most yeah you also have to pay attention to what's happening outside you do mm-hmm. at some point you do have to say man if i keep using this banjo on this song people ain't gonna like it mm-hmm. i can like this banjo all i want yeah. but this banjo ain't popping right now let me take this banjo off of this track <laughs> yeah you, you have to you have that's not a compromise that's just being aware of the people the banjo hurts my ears dude take it out it sucks okay yeah. so i think it's a compromise of not a compromise but it's a blend of make music that you personally think is true and 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 authentically you but you also have to be aware of what people are listening to and it has to be it has to be a a perfect blend of those two things yeah, yeah. or you or you, your vision won't get heard by anybody yeah. right and that's like kind of productive because if God give you given you a vision for music, it's supposed to reach people. And if you're not doing it in a way where it's going to reach people, you're not doing the job. Right. You know and, what I mean? And <laughs> so the you thing kind of have to make the, 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 the hard part about that is how do you do it without completely giving up your style? You shouldn't have to give up your personal style just to add an 808 to your track. You shouldn't have to give up your personal style just to to, to be aware that this is the sound right now. Mm-hmm. Let me let me be aware of that. Make sure there's 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 something here that somebody that listens to that would be appreciative of yeah. but I don't have to become that yeah mm-hmm. and I think that's where people don't know how to, to balance would you say in the Christian hip hop scene that Lecrae has been a great example of that in his albums and where he's came from and where he's at now I'd have to ask Lecrae I, I personally think Lecrae has um has tried he's been aware of the new sounds and i think reach as a whole has been good at standing in front of that um i do think uh lecrae has had some trouble landing on a sound um 
to where so, this is just feedback I've heard from from DJs and and even Jeremiah that they don't know exactly what his personal sound is. I hear it. I know that Tupac. I mean, I said it before. I said it. Lecrae is is a student of Tupac. I mean, he mm-hmm. said that, you know what I mean? Of that, you know, that strong voice with a message. It's a little bit more than the music. I mean, he yeah. stayed true to that. That, to me, is his thread through all yeah. his songs, is that he has never not talked about Christ. He's never not made the song more than it, just a song. Yeah. Yeah. That's his thread. Yeah. Now, he has he has dipped into a little bit of the um, Kendrick sound, a little bit of the Drake sound here and mm-hmm. there. So I think he's still trying to find himself in the midst of the sounds. Mm-hmm. But the, to me, this common thread that he's been true to from Real Talk to now is that he always wants to be a strong voice in the middle of the track that is speaking about something bigger than the song itself. Yeah. And and to me, he's been consistent with that. So I think you that's what you have to find. You have to find what it is that God asked you to do. So no matter what the music around you sounds like, speaking. you're still doing yeah. what he asked you to yeah. do. Yeah. And that's what totally he's said an example of that the songs have changed over the years if you go back go back to the old lecrae songs sound totally different oh, yeah. but he sounds the same yep, 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 his yep. message is the same so yeah. that's what matters the most yeah i think we had what thizzle in the studio not too long ago where he was talking about letting um letting a new song out versus the one he thought everybody was gonna like yeah. go crazy over he was like the one i went crazy over was the one everybody told me not yet and a part of it is being being willing to listen to other people. Mm-hmm. Some of it is, yeah, I personally like this, but you God put people around you. Like God gave me a wife to to bounce ideas off of. Mm-hmm. He gave you a family to bounce ideas off of. And if your family's like, this song is better than that song. I know you like this song. This is the one. Yeah, that's not bad to listen to that feedback. Mm-hmm. You, know what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's I think that's the balance of mm-hmm. make what you believe is truly you, but also be aware of what other people are wanting and liking too, and and try to find a a, a mix. So yeah. yeah, hopefully that helps. It does. It does. All right, we're gonna get back into some more music. You're in the field with the track stars: Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanna, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. This show is brought to you by Track Stars. Allow us to produce a podcast to help build community engagement around your brand. We can record and edit a podcast specifically designed to reach your target market and utilize social media to create or enhance a loyal following. Go to trackstars.com forward slash brands. Again, that's trackstars with a Z dot com forward slash brands. This be that music that soothe your soul. Uh, young man, big dreams. Trying to turn ambitions into realities. Uh, setback after setback. I done fell down, but I keep rolling. I done came too far to go back now. Get knocked down, still rise like Pacquiao. Yeah. I travel through bloody waters. Plenty snakes in the garden. Adversity made me stronger. I could vouch now. I'm better for it. Grew from the pain. It was all in the plan. God put me up on game. Now I'm feeling like Air Jordan. Tell him, man. Feel like a mic in the class, give me the rock, I'm a switch, kid sweet with the touch, can't miss when the game on the line, team depending on me, I can't let them die, they ready to see me fall, gon' pray for me now, yeah, yeah, uh, Southside kid with a West Coast flow, yeah, this be the music to soothe your soul, yeah, yeah, uh, fighting in this world, but I'm going for gold, uh, I can't stop, can't quit, gotta get my all, cause, yeah, yeah, I'm on it, I'm going for gold. 
young and I want it, I'm on it, I'm hungry, I'm focused, I'm going for gold, right? Uh, full time on my job, I remember working at the warehouse, 12 hours, 7 days through, making sacrifices, cause, huh, I'm a man on a mission, gotta chase that, gotta take that, gotta make that from the ground, you know it ain't nothing given, everything changed when your purpose dry, uh, all praise to the most high, man, I came up from that south side, with them boys hardly ever make it out, rarely ever see 21 without a toe tag or a murder trial, we defeated the odds, Testimony, I'm still here cause it's grace on me. I should've died, but he kept showing mercy, yeah. Mercy, mercy, mercy all on me, yeah. Uh. Going for the goal, gotta give everything. I'ma ride till it's over, you know what I mean. One shot, one chance, gotta go for the ring, cause yeah, yeah. Been sitting in church all these years, did I miss the message? And I thought by this point I would have been learned my lesson. Nah. I used to love the good news, now I holla out, stop the presses, stop the presses of this episode. I feel exposed, don't wanna lose my blessing. Though what happened oh, to my soul, I was so bold, now I'm breathless. Breathe the spirit right into my lungs. All I wanna do is sing along. Uh, learning how to finally write the song to you. Maybe I've been knowing all along what to do. Maybe I'm afraid to smile like Kyle. Maybe I'm afraid of what I feel Rewrote this verse a couple times First time I kept it way too real Kept it way too Then I finally heard nothing could separate you For the love of God Why this world hate you? Wanna hate me too? Would I bear my cross? Would I die for truth? I don't know I feel like I've been the coward from long time ago Will you empower and show me how to slow my road? Cause I just wanna go I just wanna go but I really need to slow, I really need to slow down I'm in need of your mercy with the touch of your grace You see me down on my knees, always seeking your face No, this life is so crazy, there's so much I can say When I pray, but I hear you telling me to take a break Saying wait on me, wait on me Before I fell into a deep depression, yeah. It's hard to be called by God when your soul got weak reception, yeah. 20k followers on the IG, yeah, man, it seems impressive. Uh. But tell me what's the point of making moves if you get lost, each direction. On the rail, like a fishing rod, I've been tripping, God, I just need a blessing. All these problems really hitting hard, I've been switching guards, trying to seek protection. Got my vision scarred, now it's getting hard Finding deep reflection Thousand messages in different calls Trying to get involved, I just need a second I just need a second uh, Just take time to breathe Get away to a kind of with a view Pray to him while my soul can feel the breeze Step back and tell Rich I need the booth Lay a verse and just let my problems bleed Step back and praise God through it all Dog, I swear this will put my mind at ease But you won't understand won't understand, they don't ever see all the stress in my mind Talk to a man paralyzed from the neck down And he told me take it one step at a time I know, no, no, no Maybe I should slow down I'm in need of your mercy with the touch of your grace You see me down on my knees, always seeking your face No, this life is so crazy, there's so much I can say Saying, wait on 
Salute, salute. This is Eshawn Burgundy. Right now, you're in the field with the track stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tennant, DJ Jeremiah. Make sure you go and download the new track stars app. We just revamped some things on there, but we put the shop on there. Everybody's always asking, how you guys get the hats? How do I get the shirts? How do I get all the other gear? Where you can get the track stars t-shirts, you can get the hat, you can get the uh, water bottle that you see sitting on the desk every, every week. So make sure that you download the app. Uh, Shantana gave us a, a gift for the new year. It is absolutely free right now, so there's no excuse for you not to have it. Um, so join the Track Stars universe. You can keep up with um, the app and all the new uh, downloads and updates that we talk about in the official Track Stars universe page. All right. All right, man. So it's Noteworthy Time. Uh, this one is called Dealing with Temptation. So Noteworthy is where we uh, our listeners write in anonymous letters to us. So this one um, says... Hi, track stars. I hope this subject is talked about. I think the church sometimes sugarcoats the subject of dealing with temptation. We are told to constantly pray that prayer and scripture should be working for you or the infamous wording of be encouraged. I'm praying for you. When asked how to have uh, how or have you ever dealt with temptation, it's an awkward yet avoided answer nowadays in the body of Christ for some people who refuse to be transparent. The Bible tells us in the book of Revelations, they overcome by the blood of the lamb yeah. and the word of their testimony. How do we know how to overcome or get through what we are going through when we have some brothers and sisters in Christ uh, who refuse to be human for a moment and share a testimony of um, on how they got over? I don't get it. I ask this because lately I have been tempted a lot to go ahead with this guy that I met at a gas station. The guy is gorgeous and asked me for a number and like a fool gave it to him. However, I found out later and felt uh, that he was not saved, which was which he was not. This happened last year and I told him I'd rather not play games. I told him up front I am a Christian and waiting for a, a Christian man. I saw him recently at a gym I go to and he wanted to give us a shot again, but I refused. At the same time, I felt frustrated and wanted to even cry, but I made a promise to God to wait for a husband, preferably a Christian man. Uh, my last relationship was a bad one outside of God's boundary, and I promised to the Lord this time it will be different, but it is hard. I am 32 years old, uh, a female, and I've noticed lately this year I'm getting hit on left and right and tempted every which away. Uh, mm. Why now? So, track stars, how do you guys deal with temptation? Dealing with temptation. What y'all think? I'll let our guest start that off. Go ahead, guest. <laughs> well, I think the first step is doing exactly what she's saying is, you know, getting accountable, being transparent and mm -hmm. sharing what's going on with you, you know, and really having that community to be able to do that with. So mm -hmm. um, kudos to her for reaching out and sharing about that temptation that she's going through, because I know the things that we get out into the light, then they're exposed and then God can really come in and really minister to that person. And then we can to one another when somebody's coming to us with something, you know, just talk about it and, and just encourage her because it is about encouragement. You're standing on God's promises for you. And that's mm -hmm. difficult in that time of waiting, but we're all waiting for something. Yeah. And uh, God is growing us in that place. So, you know, I would just encourage her to get around the community, you know, that God has for her and people who are real, who are saying, hey, I don't have to wear this mask. I don't have to be happy all the time. Like I'm going through something. I'm a human. Like this is life. There is temptation. And just to be able to say that. And I really see this like the body of Christ growing in this, you know, even as we go out 
and we share our testimonies, it's making a way for other people then to feel like they can then share and it be okay to share and that people aren't gonna back away from you. People aren't gonna be like, oh, we can't be friends anymore. You're tempted with that. Like, what's wrong with you? No, there's nothing wrong with you. You're a human being and we go through temptation and we're gonna, it's always going to be there, but it's that choice of choosing the, the kingdom and Jesus set that example and it, it really is about the word as, as the Satan came to him three times and tempted him he knew the word and he spoke it out and he showed us being human what would be our breakthrough in that so I will encourage people to you know speak the word out over whatever their situation is as well as that community oh yeah totally I, I always talk to people about this that you know this is a this is our cross to bear you know, having having these reminders that we're imperfect people reminds us daily why we reach out to a personal Lord and Savior daily. Like This is just mm -hmm. the way that it is when you, you go to God and you confess that I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing with that. And that's where that strength comes from. That's yeah. where you 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 build from uh, your former self into the person that God has 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 called you to be. And I think that it's a good thing because. If we're not recognizing these things, if we're not a, if we're not being honest with them, then we're letting this creep into our lives, and eventually one day it's gonna be like a cancer and just gonna take over. Right? Mm -hmm. It's just gonna be the, the. I think it's the. Um, I always call it the detriment um, to ourselves and, and the death of us as well. And so I think that we look at these things and we think, oh man, am I the only one dealing with this? Am I the only one struggling there? Yeah, you're. No, you're not. It's just everyone out there has something. They have something that they're dealing with. There's yeah. something they're struggling with but it's the accountability and it's the uh, the word of god and it's just the um discipline that puts you into the place where you're okay to do this and then also i always look at it like this my story is always for somebody else mm -hmm. my testimony has always been for somebody else and i love when i run across people and they tell me something and i'm like wow god that's what that's why i went through that that's what it was for so yeah looking at those situations that you're dealing with where you're saying yeah i think mean, Obviously, she kind of pointed out her age, right? She's like, I'm 32. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm getting hit on left and right. You know, um, the guy at the gym is gorgeous, right? So she's going through all these different scenarios where she's like almost kind of convincing herself that it would be okay, but she knows it's wrong. And so she's she's putting up that wall and she's reaching out to track stars in this case, the universe to say, hey, tell me how to not do this and not do that. And so, you know, it starts with the things you align yourself with. I was listening to DJ Wado and he was just saying, change the things that take you down that path. Mm -hmm. Don't go to a certain place. Don't hang around certain people. Take people out of your phone that were, you know, the the problem the problem starter in the first place so you just have to put those uh filters in place you have to put those barriers up those walls and really really believe the word of god when it tells you how to overcome and i just want to say to her as well when we as women of god seek jesus that man of god that god has for us will seek after us you know i see too many women trying to go after it and mm -hmm. i've realized and what the lord showed me as a 30 year old single female is you go after me and i have that person for you and he will pursue you mm -hmm. you don't have to or need to pursue him just trust in me and i will bring that now question i'm just gonna throw that out there do you think it's wrong for a woman to pursue a man uh, it, for me, I just look at just even the word, you know, he made Adam and he made Eve from him. He brought mm -hmm. her. And I think like somebody one time told me it's like a butterfly. The more you chase it, the more it flies away from you. When you just rest, it rests on you and it comes mm -hmm. to you. Cool. Mm -hmm. So 
if it's out of that place of I need a man, I, I feel desperate, I'm alone, well, that's more in our feelings. And so I really believe that God has someone for each of us. And if we would just wait and know that he is in the waiting and he cares and he wants to bring that person. But I think it's like that place of control. It's like we're trying to tell God, well, I'm going to have to go out and make this happen because this is not happening for me. And I think that's where we get out of alignment with, you know, God's plan for our life and that trust because you have to trust him. I'm Mm -hmm. 30 and single, but I am trusting God. Your timing is perfect. It's Mm -hmm. not my own. The person you have for me is your perfect plan for Mm -hmm. me. And I will Mm -hmm. wait a hundred times out of a hundred times for that. Then try to go and do it on my own and find my own thing. So. Should anybody be chasing after anybody? You know my answer. <laughs> you, think, you think guys should be chasing after girls? No, I think that I, don't think I, so. I think when I was when I was single, I was always considering if I don't speak up and say something, am I missing out on the person that guy might have for me? Because I was a very shy person when it came to this at some point. At some point. Ryan. At some point. At Ryan. some point, at some point, I was, I was. I was there for most of this. I was. I was. <laughs> I was shy. True. Yeah, I, I think I think everybody thinks because of my personality that yeah. I might not be shy, but I, I had a really hard time. I mean, I didn't get my wife's number until Facebook, even though I was, was like a talking day to her. Afterward. Yeah, it was a day after, but I still <laughs> didn't get it. About? I didn't get it. I didn't get it at that moment. You see what I'm saying? So it, it definitely is... Um, it's something that I, uh, I I wasn't easy about. Okay. All right. The only thing I have a question about is um, she said, I made a promise to God to wait for a husband, preferably a Christian man. Yeah. That's hope it's not too. a preference. I yeah, think it's like yeah, a yeah, mandatory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mandatory. Mandatory. Um, other than that. But, um, right. but yeah, I, I like what she's saying. I, I definitely understand um, uh, that, that uh, struggle that mm. she's in. But I think, I mean, I think she has the right head about it. Uh, I think, what do you think about her earlier in her, um, in her message where she was saying that other people kind of give her like these church answers and don't really ever share their struggles with them? I mm-hmm. mean, I feel, I mean, just like what she mentioned, we do overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. And it says the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. So that means it should be associated with, you know what I mean? We overcome by the blood of the lamb, but it's and the word of our testimony. So coupled together. And I feel like that we can't hide. We, I don't know why the church have come up with this, come up with this institution where you have to present yourself as being something like you got it all together when Jesus died because he knew we didn't have it all together he knew that we he knew that we needed him you know what I mean and so like we don't have to that just lose that in your mind we don't have to be like that be transparent people respond I believe that why people respond so much to the documentary is because all of us I mean when you hear when you watch the things that have been said in the documentary the things (laughs) that have been talked about is because we're being honest you know what I'm saying people's lives change because of the truth and you, but you have to tell the truth. You can't be up here, oh, my life is all together, and God bless you, I'm blessed and highly favored, and you go home, and you, your house is done disarrayed, it's dysfunctioning, you're getting beat up, or mm. blah, 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 whatever's happening, but you're still trying to put up a facade. That's not even living in spirit and truth. Yeah. You have to live in truth so that you can be set free. Mm. And so when we hide that thing, we don't give other people the, oppor- the opportunity to be set free. When we're supposed to be transparent, we're supposed to be open. So let's lose that in our heads, people. Put the mask down and go on and tell your truth. And I was going to say for the men, too, it's more pursuing than chasing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's find. It should be more of a, uh, um, I, I just, that word just threw me off of chase because I think there's, and we'll talk about it another time, but I do think that there's a lot of guys who chase everything. 
yeah, around thirsty. them versus trying to wait and see if God has presented somebody to them. Anyway, uh, the <laughs> other thing I would say is um, there's two sides of this uh, with temptation. Yes, everybody is tempted. Everybody should be honest about that. And that's the beginning of, of, of battling this. But the other part is you are in a process of being sanctified. Now, mm-hmm. I want to point that out because as you as you deal with temptation, the goal should be to slowly be getting better, not just saying, oh, well, you know, I just get tempted, you know, whatever. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be some sort of growth that you experience. Now, just for me, I remember, you know, um, a lot of this was a, a struggle for me. I remember um, when pornography was a struggle for me. But I remember praying and saying, God, take over this. Mm-hmm. And not that you're doing anything different, but you start seeing God making a difference the prayer being answered yeah. and it started to be like wait this isn't as big of a temptation for me anymore this is not mm-hmm. this yeah. god did something here yeah. there yeah. should be some improvement yeah. you know what i mean so i do think that yes we have to be honest and being honest and, and being open is the first step but i do think there should be some desire for god to start winning back territory in your heart yeah. if something yeah. has been a problem for you what I expect, not just not because I'm better now at not watching porn, but I did see myself get a little. Uh, it started stinging a little bit less. It started. It started being a little less of a of a, a big thing in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you start looking back and you're like, "Oh, I remember when this was a problem for me. Like mm-hmm. I really yeah. did something here." Yeah. Like so. That, that's that's the only thing I would want to add is that with these temptations, um, there's two types of people: people who don't admit that they're tempted at all, mm-hmm. people who admit that they're tempted all the time and don't care. You should be somebody who is honest, but also start seeing God. If God is real, he should be winning some territory back. Mm -hmm. And for me, because a lot of uh, temptation is mental, people can't even see a lot of the things Mm -hmm. you're struggling with. Um, I was like, God, even conquer my thoughts because because um, I I could I could you know we were like those Christian guys, right? Mm-hmm. So we could brag and say, oh, we're this and oh, we're that. We haven't done this and haven't done that, but we're losing battles in here. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to lose any battles, even the ones that people can't see. Mm-hmm. So Good. please start taking territory back in my mind. That's and it's like you look back and like, man, like I remember flipping through channels and seeing the little N on the on the you know the parental advisory and mm-hmm. being like, oh, I gotta see this. What's going to happen here? And, you know what I mean? And now it's just like, I don't have any desire to see that. And then yeah. when you start seeing yourself sliding back into wanting to see that, then it's like, oh, no, no, no. That's already been conquered yeah. in me. I ain't dealing yeah. with that no more. Yep. Because yeah. you remember how bad it was. I remember the weight mm-hmm. of, of being nervous that like, my parents were going to see, you know, let me, we didn't have laptops back then, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> unplugging the monitor. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that, 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 was, that was stressful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to, I remember that and I don't want to go back there. So it's like, uh, if I hear, if I feel any uh, twinge of that coming back, it's like, no, 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 no. I know you can take this away. Do it again. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with this. So there should be some sort of improvement. That's the only thing I want to add to this. There's no shame in it, but personally, just between you and Jesus, you should see some mm-hmm. some, some improvement, something, mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the hardest thing for us to do as Christians is to um, admit to ourselves when something has to change and then to do something drastic about it right i remember when uh, a good friend of mine was telling me like yo i just i can't i can't watch rated r movies anymore yeah. and he went back down to pg-13 and has stayed there and it's been like 10 years now yeah. and i still kind of tease him a little bit because when i see some movies it's like rated r i'm like yo that new what you call it was dope like <laughs> it's crazy and he won't watch it and i was like but there's no there's no nudity in it there's no sex no you know 
content like that and he's like i won't i won't yeah. even the language i just won't even go i won't even let myself go back to the point where i think it's a safe place anymore Here, here's a warning for leaders too because we've been leaders for a while as well and the temptation I, I remember feeling this way in church where you know when like the pastor will like say something it's like man dang that's that really hit me right here and he'll be like all right and, and this doesn't happen in every church but if it does i mean it's, it's a good heart check you know when they're like you know come to the front or raise mm-hmm. your hand if this is something you've been dealing with right and leaders tend to be like well i can't raise my hand i'm supposed to, i'm the one they yeah. looking up to yeah, you know yeah, what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. i ain't going to the front i'll just in my in my mm-hmm. mind be like okay you know i'm dealing with that please mm-hmm. so but like even in the leaders really have a hard time admitting mm-hmm. and that's probably what she's seeing is that when you're in leadership mm-hmm. the assumption is that you're there for a reason you are holy and pure and you have all this figured out and i'm yeah. trying to be like you and that's not the case for a lot of leaders so yeah. if you're a leader don't get caught in the trap of trying to look like you're all right mm-hmm. if you're not all right you have to admit it and deal with it yeah. even as the guy that people are looking up to yeah so yeah. just that's just one extra thing yeah when that whole ashley madison thing came out about the pastor that was uh on that website that was really like yeah. who were his friends who were his accountability partners like, there's a lot of pastors that will they would never they would never i mean can you imagine know. you're standing up in front of all these people telling yeah. them what to do basically yeah they there's there's a big big temptation to keep mm-hmm. your stuff a secret mm-hmm. because these people are supposed to be looking up to me there should be a network of other pastors that you should be able to be honest with yeah but honestly you should be able to say hey guys i'm not doing well right now mm. uh we're gonna have uh brother so-and-so uh <laughs> do the message for a little while <laughs> i ain't right so i'm just i'm up here doing the routine because you expect me to be here but ain't i ain't doing well yeah. so i'm gonna go chill for a second and get right and come back I, it's hard it's embarrassing but it's better than you pretending because i've seen pastors pretend and it just they just go down and down and down but i feel like that should be okay like if that is what it is like that should be yeah. okay you should be and able to even yeah. admit it in front and of we everybody should be else. able to love our leaders because they already are under so much and they like if the leader is the head so whatever we're feeling they're taking on that whole responsibility and so i feel like that that should be okay and it should be safe for them to come and say look i need you to step in because i'm not doing so well right now things it's like and that's way better them. than for the scandal than to, to, come, to come up come and out. Then they're caught in it exactly, exactly. you le- leaders People should be able to see you grow in Christ, too. Exactly. You're not finished yet, either. Mm-hmm. So they should be able to see, like, I, I remember leaders in my life, um, and I, I think you know who I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. they went back when I was in college, they had some rough edges, and, I, and we still deal, we still talk to some of them now, and you see the growth. I've seen the growth in my leaders from college. Mm-hmm. Like, there were some times where they ha- didn't handle situations right. They were a little too angry about something. They were a little bit too prideful about something. And you see, over the years, I've seen my leaders change. Mm-hmm. I've seen them grow. They should be able to see you grow, too. Yeah. And I'm just telling you, I know this for a fact. As a leader, the assumption, even you, even you, anybody in here that's a leader, the assumption is you figured it out already. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. So yeah. it, it, figure out a way to be transparent from the beginning so you don't have to try and figure it out later. Yeah. You should be transparent right from the jump. Hey, yeah. guys, I have a good day today. Hey, guys, last week, this is what I struggled. And, and you should be building your messages if you're a pastor or something around honesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is hard. And I'm going to tell you, this last week, I just struggled with this. This is what God told me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it helps you too. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's really, really good. And I'm grateful for my leaders because they're really transparent. And, like, they even listen to things that we have to say. It's like, look, we don't have it all. We have this ministry, but 
chime in you know yeah. tell us what you think and what exactly. you feel like they really sit with us and walk with us and really like are just behind us 100 percent. i'm grateful for that that's awesome all right well we appreciate everybody coming in on the show this day and just you know helping us out and um and sharing your gifts and sharing your heart with us and you guys want to wrap up with uh, giving us your social media but first man shout out to jeremiah man get back here soon oh, yeah, his, yeah, job, yeah. his job shout is out. super yeah. duper hard yeah. uh, shout out to everybody in the yeah. Trackstars universe that supports us um, we had a r- super long meeting last week with the staff yeah. with the, I mean people were watching online people were here for like four hours yeah. so uh-huh. thank you for everybody who helps make this thing possible um, it, it's it, like if you don't feel the the, the, the um, contribution from a Jeremiah mm-hmm. from when Ryan is gone when I'm gone when, when people are missing like Derek today it's hard like this mm-hmm. thing is hard to do everybody that's a piece of this thing is super valuable so yeah. i just want to say thank you and i wanted to remind everybody to keep praying for dylan chase's son he's doing a whole lot better it's been great now that is when i love social media right yeah when i see yeah. that um he's put up son uh, put up put up photos of his son josiah and talked about what's going on and then on social media you see that he's progressing and getting better yeah and people are saying people oh it's because of prayer all over the place. yeah all over the place and um uh, it's just so awesome to see that so um definitely um dealing with praying for you and your family uh hope that you'll get back soon and and be able to you know continue to but definitely give you give your stats i interrupted yeah go ahead oh no problem i just want to thank y'all again for uh having me here i mm. always am so encouraged and love being on track stars and part <laughs> yeah. of the universe yeah. i love it um so on social media my name is mj nixon you can uh connect with me there and then also the ministry is uprooted heart inc mm-hmm. and then the official website for the documentary is www.heresmyheart.com documentary.com and you can go there to follow us on everything that we're doing yes and i am edward bird um and you can follow me on facebook at edward bird music and it's edward b-y-r-d <laughs> edward bird music on facebook instagram and snapchat and download that single ran into you <laughs> all right all right all right we'll catch up with you next time you're in the field with the track stars ryan righteous shantana dj jeremiah let's go it's the life you asked for you cast for just slap the hate off the backboard walk around looking sad for this the life you asked for later oh you cast for just slap the hate off the backboard try to post put you on a post try to post put you on a post try to post put you on a post Put you on a like guitar center. Got the juice like the bartender. Slap the hate off the backboard. Any tribe got a star center. Forever young like bar sense. And this arson and the art did it. God got me, he all in it. The flood came in the park with it. Yeah, 24 with the grind jack power. Lord of the rings, two towers. See the dread on my head, rocking power. Blessing rain down in showers. If I mess up, that's a lesson, I get educated, yeah. All my stressing come from blessings, I can't even hit it. Walking around looking sad for, it's the life you asked for. Later all you cast for, just slap the hate off the backboard. Walking around looking sad for, it's the life you asked for. Later all you cast for, just slap the hate off the backboard. Try to post, put you on a post, yeah. Try to post, put you on a post
When I'm blind Coming down the cold But no defender in my eyes It's too easy I've been doing rough And she was five It's like ABCs Yeah, yeah, just a five Hey, God told me to go Yeah, he made me You did not go Yeah, always push for the more Hey, break the backbone Looking around looking sad for It's the life you asked for Play the role you cast for Just slap the hate off the backboard Walking around looking sad for It's the life you asked for Play the role you cast for Slap the hate off the back, boy. Try to post, yeah. Put you on a post, yeah. Try to post, put you on a post, yeah. On a post, yeah. Put you on a post, yeah. On a post, put you on a post, Track stars. Test us. Track stars. Bye.